Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club. I'm your host, Manny G, and joining me tonight is the medic who stood over his entire squad as they bled out, only to get his syringe stuck in his pocket. It's the Adolf Slayer, Andolf. What's up, Andy? <laughs> That's right, buddy. I got you. No worries. <laughs> I got the res. Well, we are a part of an excellent gaming community called the Gaming Adventure Club, and this is our podcast. We talk about our gaming adventures throughout the week, and what's going on in the gaming world. Andy, we're not alone today. Another interloper? <laughs> Please, my friends, welcome the one and only Flavorous. <laughs> How's it going? What's up, Flav? How you doing, man? How long does it take to write those intros for Andy? <laughs> oh, I uh, well sometimes I'll like write them like as the week goes on if something catches my eye, but most of the time it's ten minutes before we record. I'm <laughs> like, oh shoot, what am I gonna say? You know, the funny thing is he does the same thing when we're in party chat. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, if Andy joins a party, I have to. I just come up with an introduction. He's my hype man. <laughs> so it's like it's like intro music for a WCW wrestler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Uh, well, Flav, dude, tell us tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, what kind of games you play. Uh, well, historically, I am a big lover of RPG games, but that's not what you guys are interested in. I play a lot of Battlefield, oh. and yeah, yeah, a whole bunch. I did Way not too much. know this. No, you had no clue. I just came <laughs> on here. It was like a blind date. What? Yeah. Shut up, dude. I thought we were talking about Destiny. Uh, we can. We can go on for hours. Uh, yeah, no, so I, I play a ton of Battlefield currently, and I have a podcast, and it is called Sufficiently Afflicted, and we uh, are currently split between Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5, so we give tips and tricks for Battlefield 1, and then we do news and and all of the hype for Battlefield 5. Well, that is awesome, dude. It's a great podcast. You guys should really pick it up. It's uh, very entertaining, a lot of good information, and certainly in preparation for uh, Battlefield 5, which looks great. Give those guys a listen. Oh, well, thank you. So we have an absolute ton to talk about tonight. This can easily be like a two-plus-hour show, but I cannot mm -hmm. do that to you guys. So we might be jumping around a lot. We might be leaving a out a lot of information, but we're going to get right to business and jump into Battlefield 5. Let's do it. All right. So what is Battlefield, Manny? Is that what I heard you ask? Yeah. Well, what, Andy, what is Battlefield? <laughs> well, uh, it's a first person shooter set during world conflicts throughout different time periods. The series is 11 games strong, going back uh, to 2002 with Battlefield 1942. You know, I'll be honest, I and I've mentioned this before, I've never played a Battlefield game. I've, never. I've, been a, I've always been a COD scrub, but uh, <laughs> thankfully, we have a couple of Battlefield vets on the show. Some Battlefield vets. Well, I played Battlefield 3, 
And that is actually the only Battlefield game that I've ever played. And I loved it. I have really fond memories of that game. It's a squad-based shooter. It's really, really fun. And I, I just, I love it. It was really good. It was a great game. We played it for a long time. But after Battlefield 3, I was done. I think I probably went back to like Warcraft or something like that. I got sucked back in. Oh, it game. always does that, doesn't it? Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. what, what about you, Flav? What is your Battlefield uh, background? Uh, well, you you would think it would be extensive. Uh, it is not. Uh, I jumped in on Battlefield 1 uh, during the open beta. I believe it was Voodooed, our buddy Voodooed, that, uh, that put out the call. And then quickly left. He did not stick around for Battlefield. <laughs> the elusive voodooed. Yeah. That's what we call him around these parts. <laughs> yeah, he's hard oh, to catch. yeah. Well, he did. He put out the call and then he skittered away. <laughs> yeah. So I started and I hated the game. I thought it was terrible. Oh, and no. I dropped it. Oh, yeah. It was it yeah. was so bad. I dropped it for three, four months and then picked it back up, decided to give another uh, another try because all my buddies were playing it. And it finally clicked. And so that's yeah. when I started playing it, and I haven't put it down. So Nice, dude. Nice. That is nice. And then I also recently got EA Access, which has every Battlefield game that you can actually play on the Xbox One. And so far, I've only played Battlefield 4, uh, but mm. I plan on going in on 3 and Hardline and Bad Company and all those before Battlefield 5 comes out. Nice. Well, that's cool, man. So let's jump right in. Battlefield 5, let's talk about the setting. So Battlefield 5 takes place during World War II, and World War II is the most destructive war in human history. The death toll for World War II is absolutely staggering. Between 50 and 80 million people lost their lives during World War II. And this is the war where Hitler rose to power, and he just began to conquer nation after nation. He conquered Poland, Norway, the Netherlands, Denmark, France... All of that in a nine-month time period, which is is staggering. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's the one that's responsible for the Holocaust and the, the loss of all that life. That is exactly why we hate what Nazis stand for today. Mm. But Battlefield Five, they're not going to focus on those famous battles like the beaches of Normandy. Rather, they're going to focus on those lesser-known stories, the snowy uh, Norwegian fjords, the deserts of North Africa, the French countryside. So it's going to be telling these untold stories, right? And it's and it's a game. You're you're go you're not going to play a battlefield game thinking that you're getting a history education. Right. That's that's not that is not what this is no. for. They honor these times mm -hmm. that were so impactful to our lives and our world today. But mm -hmm. it's a video game. Right. Right. So they're going to tell these extra stories. The stories that they're going to tell throughout Battlefield five is going to take you from the fall of Europe all the way to the push in Berlin. So it's it's this wide scope. The first thing that we're going to talk about in Battlefield five are the game modes and the very first game mode that kind of ties into the section is War Games. Mm -hmm. It's a single player experience. And what it does is that it it's a collection of missions that takes you as a player. It takes you through these experiences through different soldiers and civilians as they fight for their lives, fight for their families and for their country. Mm -hmm. So it's it's uh, it sounds really appealing to me. Battlefield 1, it launched with six of these different missions. Battlefield 5, we don't know how many missions it's going to launch with. Maybe we do. I don't know. Do, do you know, Flav? 
No, uh, in fact, they've, I believe they've only showed footage of one of the war stories so far. And that's one about a girl in Norway in uh, 1943, and uh, she's trying to save her family. And that's about all we know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they, they really haven't dove into it. There are so many different game modes in this, and they've just given us little snippets so far. Now, I have a question. So the War Stories, then, is the single-player mode. Is it, like, I guess you wouldn't know about, you You know as much as we do about Battlefield Five, but, it, you know, as a reference point, Battlefield One, are the stories, like, connected uh, at all, or are they just basically single sort of closed stories that we get just surrounding, obviously, the story of the World War? Uh, typically, what it does is it will dive into the story of one uh, individual person, mm-hmm. um, and that's typically in one theater of war, mm. and it'll go into that for several missions, Okay, and, and then it'll move on. So each war story contains several chapters, but they're not necessarily connected oh, okay. overall. Okay. Very nice. They kind of gave us the scope of the portion of the war that they're going to cover. So I imagine these war stories are going to cover those things. Yeah, all the different places that they said. The second game mode is kind of related to the first. It's called Combined Arms. So Mm. this is another PvE experience, but this is a four-player co-op where you play against AI and this increasing difficulty with different um, uh, objectives in these missions. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, is this like a wave-based type thing, or is there an end? Like, do you win the match or the map or the the, the mission? They haven't indicated that it would be wave-based at all. Okay. Um, basically, what we know about it is that the AI will react to how well you and your squad are doing. Oh. Uh, and so the difficulty will change based on that. And right. uh, possibly the AI intelligence, in air quotes, uh, will will possibly get better. And beyond that, whenever you, you play combined arms, you're actually working towards uh, any multiplayer unlocks. So you're oh. actually leveling up your character for multiplayer, even when you're playing nice. uh, this PvE mode. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Well, you definitely want me on your team because I'll bring the the matchmaking down a notch, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Make it a little easier to a get little easier on us, fellas. <laughs> All right. Next is uh, Domination and Team Deathmatch. These are like traditional uh, games that you're going to expect to see in any kind of shooter. It's a low scale uh, infantry combat. So Deathmatch is pretty obvious what that is. But what about Domination, Flav? Uh, yeah, it's, if you're familiar with Destiny, it's control. Uh, so control. Yeah, currently right. it's it's three points. Um, some of the wording uh, in what they've talked about in Battlefield Five makes me think that it's going to be more than three control points. Oh, wow. Uh, because they talk about uh, they're moving to a new system of uh, scoring in Battlefield Five, and you have to control at least half or more of the flags to actually score. So it makes me think it's going to be more than three, at least on some maps. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if, if you're familiar with Destiny Control, it's it's the same thing, basically. I can see myself spending a lot of time in those two modes. Yeah, Control is a ton of fun. Domination in COD, uh, and I imagine it's the same in Battlefield. Those are fun game modes. Yeah, the difference uh, is it's 12, uh, 12v12. Um, right. Uh, and as vehicles, to, right? Uh, n- no, uh, no, no vehicles. Oh, okay. At, at least in Battlefield 1. You know, right. that's, you know, who knows on Battlefield 5. Right. Yeah, th- so these modes are, they're like smaller. 
Right. So it's just focusing on the infantry. Right, right, right. Okay. It is. Yeah. You don't. Go ahead, Flav. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, you don't have to worry about planes or vehicles in the the smaller game modes. That's so so cool, man. See, that was the thing with Battlefield that kind of, I don't know, man. Like, you know, vehicle combat was, I I don't know. I I just want to go shoot things. I didn't realize that they had (laughs) game modes for people that really weren't into the the vehicle combat. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric, my co-host, and I uh, greatly prefer these smaller game modes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we don't enjoy the vehicle combat. We don't enjoy the plane combat in Battlefield 1. Uh, that is so cool. It's kind of overpowered, so we stick to these small modes. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. dude. That Gosh, just man. totally ruined my next line. I was going to say, these next two modes are Flav's favorite modes. Conquest <laughs> and Conquest Assault. Not at all. <laughs> dude, I, I remember in Battlefield 3 playing the larger team battles and I can't remember the max amount of soldiers back then but it was a lot and just me and my squad we'd hunker down in a specific area and we would just kind of like own a, a certain portion of the map and man it was it was just so much fun it can be it can be yeah yeah but it could also be bad right Totally. And not a lot of fun because it's so big. Yeah. Like, okay, so you can be doing well as a squad, but if the rest of your team are just terrible, then that's probably going to be a pretty sad day. Yeah, it's hard to make an impact because there are 64 players on the map and your squad is a max of five people. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to make an impact. Right. But this is the big team battle, right? Where there's vehicles, there's planes, there's there's tanks, trucks, right? Everything goes. Everything that is in Battlefield is in Conquest. Man, that's like mayhem, I guess, huh? For lack it, it of a better... It feels like mayhem. Yeah. With I, 64 yeah. people. <laughs> With, oh my God, like real mayhem. So wait a minute. So 64 people, teams of five at a max, mm-hmm. and you just everybody against everybody. No, no, it's 32 versus 32, right? Yeah, it's 32 versus 32, and it's a control-based system. Um, So you actually have to capture flags. You have the flags Uh, A through G. Okay. Uh, A change that they're making in Battlefield Five is that majority rules. What that means is you don't actually start scoring unless you control the majority of the flags. Okay. Which is a big change from Battlefield 1, which is a big complaint from old Battlefield players because BF3, BF4 also use the same system that Battlefield 5 is going to use. BF1 was kind of the outlier. Uh, So a lot of people are super happy that they're going back to this old system of scoring in Conquest. I guess that's why I have good memories of this because I haven't played since BF3. When I was playing Battlefield 4... I really enjoyed Conquest way more. And I'm just like, I think they just kind of missed the mark in Battlefield 1 Conquest. Mm, but yeah. That has to be it. It's just not enjoyable. Right. So I'm hoping they come back in Battlefield 5 and it's just better again. Well, Frontlines and Operation, and Operation is being renamed to Breakthrough. So I guess it's Frontlines and Breakthrough. Okay. What are these modes, Flav? So Frontlines is a tug of war. Uh, you have two points to capture. You capture those points, and then you or uh, one point, and you you move on to the next. And it's just 
the enemy team can recapture the point and then you're back to where you started. Mm. And so you just tug oh, wow. of war until you get to uh, the final objective, which I, I think is if you capture three enemy objectives, you get to their final objective and then you have to actually blow up those objectives. <laughs> but um, it's a terrible game mode. <laughs> yeah, That's funny. Is it? I it's mean, fr- I, do you just get stuck in a stalemate? Yes, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it could take a really long time. That's exactly it. So me and Eric will be like, hey, let's try Frontlines. It's been like two months since we played Frontlines. And then like three hours later, like, let's quit this game. Still like, terrible. It's just not happening. <laughs> so I'm. they haven't really talked too much about changes that are coming to Frontlines in Battlefield Five. Mm. I'm hoping they somehow fix this. I'm not sure what the fix is. I'm just hoping they fix it. But the fact that they've actually included it in Battlefield 5 makes me think that they have worked on it. Uh, because in Battlefield 1, it's just terrible. Mm. What about Breakthrough? Oh, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Breakthrough, which is uh, operations in Battlefield 1, mm. uh, that's actually a fantastic game mode. So it typically is scaled across two, three maps. And the way that it works is it's broken up into sectors. And so each sector has two capture points or very rarely sometimes three capture points. And the attackers have to take over both points and uh, hold them at the same time. At that point, the next sector unlocks and you move on. Mm. Um, uh, The defenders have the advantage in this. But the attackers, they get three tries. And so you get a certain number of tickets as the attackers, certain number of of soldiers. When those are depleted, the defenders win. But like I said, you get three tries as the attackers. And and you get, in in Battlefield 1, you get reinforced by behemoths, which are super overpowered vehicles, Mm. which they've done away with in Battlefield 5. Outside of Conquest, it's the most popular game mode in Battlefield. Okay. That sounds pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds fun. It's also a super big time sink, though. <laughs> oh, but a fun one. It but is. Talking about time sinks, Grand Operations, they said this mode can take like 45 minutes. But this is a new game mode. It is a three-round game mode with 64 players. And as as you go, they treat each round like its own day. So you you play round one and you, let's say you win, then you move on to round two, which is day two. And it can be a different uh, game mode each time with different like modifiers and stuff. And then you get to number three. And if that's close enough, you go to a fourth and final round. And this final round is called Last Stand. And what's interesting about this is that you have one life, you have no resources, and you have really heavy weather. So it makes it kind of difficult. And the last man standing wins for their entire team. Oh, wow. I I think this is really, uh, really cool. It can be something super amazing to watch. I can, I can only imagine watching this, uh, a streamer getting to day four. Everything's neck and neck. You know, they've got 10 bullets left (laughs) and, you know, in the rain running, you know, they take out that last guy. It's going to be epic. This is what I'm most excited about, I think. It sounds really good. It's, it's almost like a cross between, um, Battle Royale. And it sounds a little bit like, although I I never dip my toe into survival on the division, you know, a little bit like that, right? Where you have limited limited resources and you know all the weather effects that are kind of affecting your your gameplay. 
I think it's going to be a huge hit. The only thing that I see as a drawback is, you know, a, a game that takes 45 minutes. But mm. if it's fun and if it's rewarding enough, then, dude, why not? Why not try it out? Yeah, well, operations in Battlefield 1 or Breakthrough in BF5 can sometimes take well over an hour. Oh, so wow. it's yeah, it's something battlefield players are used to. Used to, yeah. Well, like like Manny says, if it's fun and you're with your buddies, I mean, what's the difference between that and doing a raid or something like that? You know? Oh yeah, raids can take forever. Right. Yeah. Good yeah. point. All right. So the last game mode we're going to talk about here, they have kind of given some information about the philosophy behind this game mode, but their announcement was summed up in just one word. The word is royale. So mm. royale. <laughs> It's coming. They didn't even say Battle Royale. They said a Royale. It's no. coming. It's not coming at launch. But they did promise they're going to do it in a way that is um, that is 100% Battlefield. Yes. Dude, this is interesting. What do you think about this? What are they going to give us with with a Battlefield Royale? <sighs> Who knows? With, <laughs> with the new fortification system uh, yeah. that's coming, which is you're, you have the ability to build uh, a la Fortnite although way slower. You've got the massive maps of Battlefield. You've got the 64 people, uh, which who knows if it's going to be 64, which is typically the max in Battlefield, or if it's going to be 100. Yeah. Uh, they've just given us nothing because uh, <laughs> you alluded to them them just saying Royale. Well, when they announced this, they said Royale, and then they walked off stage. <laughs> like there was nothing else. Yeah. They gave us nothing. Royale with cheese? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could just be a cheeseburger, Andy. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, it sounds like, uh, I mean, you know, it sounds like it's a lot of fun. There Now, some of the stuff that we were watching that's out there uh, with the alpha being out and whatnot, I guess we can speculate that there is going to be, like you were mentioning, Flav, the fortification systems, which sound like Fortnite, but I guess not necessarily. I get, You won't be able to just spam like putting up sandbags and all this stuff and, and and there's a little more nuance to it right where did i hear that you could drop like a resupply station and all that stuff yeah so the way that it works is you don't have resources like you do in fortnite you don't have to chop down trees or anything you can just build but uh one of the drawbacks to that is that you can only build in certain locations that mm -hmm. are predetermined on the map mm -hmm. so uh, those are typically going to be around uh, capture points things like that right. and they take time to build it's not instant the way that fortnite is right. yeah so so you actually have to take time to build this but there's a lot more options. So you can do sandbags, you can do foxholes, you can do anti-aircraft guns, machine guns. Oh, nice. um, if you're in a building, you can board up the windows, the doors. There's, there's all sorts of options with it. And so it does bring a level of strategy uh, mm. that, that has been missing in Battlefield. So we talked about all of these game modes coming with Battlefield 5. What? Andy, let's start with you, man. What has piqued your interest? What is? Uh, what are you most excited about for these game well, modes? Well, man, here? I'll be honest. Knowing nothing about uh, Battlefield, I probably, just out of being a creature of habit, will eventually gravitate towards the smaller stuff, you know, like the, the domination, the team deathmatch, just because it's familiar. But... Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I'm with my friends, uh, it sounds to me like some of these other game modes, you know, Grand Operations, Breakthrough, they, they sound a lot like 
you know, when we take time out and say, oh, hey, we're going to go do this raid. I think those game modes will be a lot of fun if I'm if we have a big group. So I don't know, maybe Grand Operation sounds like the most interesting just because of, you know, all the, the different uh, layers to it where, you know, eventually you just, you know, it boils down to just limited ammo, limited resources and just, you know, last man standing. So that sounds like it's a lot of fun. What about you, Flav? Oh, so many things. <laughs> um, one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to uh, are the changes in how the guns work. Before we get into the uh, the combat mechanics, what what about these game modes? Are you looking oh, forward game to? Modes. Yeah, let's just say that. Reel me in, Manny. Right. Reel me in. <laughs> well, all right. Let's just say that you only bought the standard edition, and the de- deluxe edition had all of the game modes, but your standard only came with two. But you got to pick them. Which two would you pick? I would definitely pick Grand Operations uh, because that gives me four game modes in one. Yeah. And I'm looking at so value. You're cheating the system right there. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at value. I'm, <laughs> I'm wishing for more wishes. Um, <laughs> nah, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you are cheating the system. <laughs> uh, and then I would definitely do TDM. I, I love just shooting people. If I've had, you know, a 12 hour day at work, I just want to come home and, and, uh, be like Eric. Do you want to play Battlefield? And he's always like, "Yeah." He's he's never said no. Mm. <laughs> and then we just go in and shoot people. Dude. That's the greatest thing. Nice, your road dog, right there, bro. That's what we used to call him back in L.A. <laughs> yeah, road yeah, dog. road dog. Yes, <laughs> I am definitely. I always consider myself more of a PvP player. That just draws me in the most. But I'm really interested in this combined arms, the four person co op. I I'm just so intrigued by what it's going to bring you, the increased difficulty, the different objections you have to complete. That's kind of uh, piqued my interest quite a bit. Now, I have a quick question. There there was a mention uh, in some of the stuff that we were watching about like a layer of progression. Is it in, is it in the PVE modes or is it going to be like in all modes? Do we know? From what we've seen, it's shared. Okay. Uh, so you're basically you have a a pool of characters. Mm-hmm. You you can make the different classes. You've got an assault. You've got a support. Blah blah. Whenever you play that character, it seems like you're going to uh, gain experience for that character, no matter if it's PVE or PvP. Nice. And then so you unlock different sort of perks on that character. Is that does that sound right? Yeah, uh, different specializations, uh, different focuses. Um, nice, dude. So, yeah, like, so, are we going to have supers, guys? Uh, totally. You're just, as a support, you're just going to smash the ground. As a self-res? Yeah, <laughs> And start totally. throwing grenades, like endless just grenades. <laughs> unlimited grenades. <laughs> dude, that sounds really interesting. I, I really, that I think that of everything I've heard, that was the piece that was like, wait a minute. We're going to get to unlock different like perks. And then so I'm like, I need to get more information. That's really when when I started really feeling like, you know what? I might get this game. This sounds like a lot of fun. So there's this uh, YouTuber named X Factor Gaming. And um, I've I've been watching tons of YouTube videos. And just uh, before we continue, a quick plug um, if you're like wanting to find more Battlefield information, most certainly check out Flav's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you find yourself on YouTube, there's a guy named Westy, Jack Frags, Two Angry Gamers TV, 
And is, is there anyone else that you can think of, Flav, to kind of direct people for their battlefield uh, needs here? Uh, yeah. Uh, my favorite is the Broken Machine. Uh, he's absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the best gamers I've ever seen. And then if you're looking for, uh, just dirty raw numbers, this guy gives crazy numbers. Critical Chris, he's fantastic. Uh, and I believe both of those are with a K. Okay, cool. Well, X Factor Gaming, he, I was watching his video and he mentioned four specific issues that actually got him to quit Battlefield Run. And the issues were suppression, grenade spam, random bullet deviation, and bomber spam. So these are like to him were some major issues that just broke his love for the game and just made him stop playing. But he got into the alpha. He started playing and DICE has addressed all of these issues with Battlefield 5 and has got him excited to come back to the game and to play. So let's jump into the combat mechanics um, we we kind of touched on some of these here, but let's just go down the list here. The first one is suppression. And this was a big deal. I mean, in Battlefield 1, whenever you're being suppressed, like, what does that feel like? Uh, so the edges of your screen will go black. Hmm. And when that happens, uh, your bullet will experience random spread. Just you don't know where it's going to go. And your gun is going to experience random weapons, uh, uh, just movement. You're just going to be all over the place. Uh, basically, it means that you can't fight back. <laughs> if if you get really lucky, maybe you'll hit your bullets, but nine times out of ten, nope. Right. That sounds brutal, man. Yeah. It is. So what they've done with Battlefield Five is it's purely visual. And what it does is it blurs the edges of your screen... And it makes it a little bit difficult to see, but it doesn't change where your bullet's going to go. So if you can see through that, you're going to be fine. Uh, You're still going to be able to shoot your target as you would normally. So they're giving you a fighting chance. They have. They've given you a a fighting chance. And that's it's honestly uh, my in my top two biggest complaints of Battlefield 1 is just because this guy can't hit me, I can't hit him. Because you don't experience suppression if you're being hit. If that guy is is has good aim, you're not going to get suppressed. It's only if they miss that you're actually going to get suppressed. So the next thing here is bloom and accuracy. So your bullets will hit wherever your sights are. So the random bullet deviation is completely gone. And that is one thing that like angered me in, uh, in Destiny is uh, like bloom and how sometimes you would shoot somewhere and it just wouldn't land where you were aiming your weapon. So them bringing that around kind of makes me feel like they are making this a game to where if you are good at shooting, you're going to have success and you're going to not blame a random bullet deviation for your inconsistency, but it's going to be your, your own, your own fault. And I actually, I like that. That excites me. That makes me feel like I'll be able to excel at something to improve something. And yeah, so, so that's pretty cool. The, the bullet spread, how they're going to handle that is it's that good. That's going to be instead of having a like bloom, it's going to be handled through recoil. And they mentioned that in their gun design, all of the recoil is going to be like a learnable patterns. They mentioned. Right. So you'll, you'll have your, your, your gun that you're using and you'll get better with it. 
um, the more you learn how the, the recoil pattern is. Yeah, you can get really good at a couple of guns, you know, one, two guns. Um, the bullet spread isn't actually completely gone. They've kind of sold this a little bit wrong. Okay. If you're moving, you still will get spread. So d- is there like a visual effect on your sight? Like is your sights like a little blurry? It's not blurry. It's ex- it's exactly the same as Destiny was. So your uh, your reticle will actually expand mm. to show exactly the possible trajectory right. of your bullets. Right. Yeah. So your reticle gets like a little wider and wider. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Time to kill is a little faster. It is. Battlefield One slowed it way down uh, compared to previous titles, but. Uh, the, at least in the the closed alpha and the pre-alpha, it's closer to Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, mm. uh, which was significantly faster. You know, I tend to do better with the slower time to kill just because, I don't know, I just feel like I have more time to react, you know? But we'll see. We'll see how how this all goes. So these these next points here kind of deal with their their uh, their philosophy called the War of Attrition. Your ammo is a bit more limited when you heal, you don't automatically heal back to full. You can revive anyone in your team, in your squad, rather. But if you're not a medic, it's going to take a long time. Like, would you say like five seconds, right? And yep. you're not going to restore somebody fully back to health. So these are, you know, we're talking about the time to kill. These will definitely uh, mess with the time to kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you spawn in, you don't have all of your ammo, you don't have all of your gadgets, you have to hit a resupply station, or you have to get resupplied by a support player. So it's different from what we're used to with Battlefield 1, where you spawn in with everything. So it's definitely going to change the meta, it's going to change how you approach fights. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to think about it a little bit more. But they have done some things, so uh, resupply stations are not a thing in Battlefield 1. Uh, the only way to get resupplied was with the support, uh, which you can still do in Battlefield 5. And then also when you kill somebody, they will drop ammo that you can pick up. But it's not a lot. It's usually like three, four, five rounds. Oh, wow. That's it. Jeez. <laughs> so it feels like they want to keep you moving and depending on your squad as well. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot more thinking about your squad dynamic. So you definitely need a support in there. Let's talk about the squad here, because I think this is one of the things that makes Battlefield stand out is the squad mechanic. The fact that you're a part of a small team, even if you're fighting in a in a large, large battle, you have your squad and you begin to depend on each other. Um, you pick your classes strategically and you customize those classes with skill points that, that, that you've, uh, that you've unlocked. Tell us about what makes up a squad. What are the different classes that you can pick from and what makes a good squad mate? Well, you've got assault, which is going to be your close range, uh, just up in your face, SMGs. Uh, you have medic, which is typically self-loading rifles or semi-automatic rifles, um, and they're typically the more dynamic class, and they're going to be able to heal and revive. And then you've got support. Uh, they're going to be able to resupply you. They're going to be able to build better fortifications, faster fortifications. And they have uh, LMGs, light machine guns, that have uh, the bullets have penetration value. So they're going to be able to tear through buildings, things like that. Mm. And then you've got the recon class. The recon class is going to be able to 3D spot. So if they see somebody, they can put an, an icon above their head 
they can set down spawn beacons. So uh, typically you can either do a base spawn, you can spawn on your squad mates, or with the recon, you're going to be able to use the squad beacon to spawn on. They can use flare guns that actually show you on the minimap where the enemies are within a certain radius. Um, so they're going to be able to give a lot of information. So there's going to be a lot of thinking about your class in Battlefield 5, more so than Battlefield 1, I believe. Mm. That sounds really exciting. Yeah, right, man. It sounds like you're actually going to have to depend on me, you know, the composition of your team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Nice. It is. In Battlefield 1, you can get away with, you know, four assaults or three snipers and a support. You're going to actually have to think about it in Battlefield 5 is the way it looks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting. Um, we, we talked about it a bit before, but fortifications is a new thing with Battlefield 5. It is a direct counter to the destruction that's in Battlefield 5. So Battlefield 5 has this uh, destruction mechanic and it's actual procedural uh, procedural destruction. So if you hit a wall with a tank or something, then that wall destructs at that particular point and the, the debris goes inward, right? Or if you shoot a wall out from the side, then it goes outward. Or However, the, the destruction is really smart and really intriguing. I mean, it looks yep. real, yep. but the fortification is is a counter to that. You can repair those walls. If somebody breaks through a window, you could actually board it up. The fortification system is is huge, and I think it's going to change things up quite a bit. Yeah, it can uh, it can either slow things down when people start to turtle up, you know, just start building things around them, or it can make things more strategic. I mean, we're going to see how this actually affects gameplay. You know, you see a lot of gameplay from the alpha right now, and not a lot of people are using the fortification system, but I think it's just because they're so used to the Battlefield one way mm-hmm. of just attack 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 yeah you know so we'll see how it actually evolves to work yeah i think there's going to be just this mass this influx of new players to battlefield 5 because the game looks so very good if you haven't seen this game get on youtube and check out some of the alpha the closed alpha footage it looks Mm -hmm. so fun I mean, I was watching this video earlier today that Ori uh, linked in Discord, and it was a guy just having some really good games. And I'm yeah. like, my adrenaline is going. I am pumped. Yeah. I'm like yeah, getting looks- these like flashbacks of Battlefield 3, and yeah. I'm like, man, I cannot wait. Yeah. It looks really pretty, man. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. And I think with all the new players, we're going to see all these like the fortifications and stuff really be, uh, be uh, brought in. Dude, Flav and Eric are probably just chomping at the bit. They're like fresh meat. <laughs> They're going to be like I, nursery I, workers, right? They're going to have all these new kids in the nursery. Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah. no, don't do not do that. Get down from there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many tweets I've sent out to DOS and like DOS workers just been like, hey, consider me for the closed beta. No. <laughs> Please let me in. Let me do it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, lastly, we're going to talk about this Tides of War, and this is what they're calling their ongoing uh, game support. They're going to give you new missions, new game modes, and new events. This is their games-as-a-service model. And what's great about this is that it is completely free. There's no season pass, no expansion. It is free. You buy Battlefield once, and all this is yours. And th- I still can't believe that, man. D- dude, it's a huge change for EA. Yeah. 
And, you know, obviously it's in response to the community feedback that they've had from Battlefront. Thanks, Battlefront 2. <laughs> yes, thank you. But yeah, this is kind of a new face for EA mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm excited to see it. Oh, I can't wait. So it seems like they're going to be moving chronologically. So the first Tides of War uh, missions they're going to be doling out are going to be the fall of Europe, which is what you talked about earlier. You know, Poland, France, all that, you know, yeah. within the first nine months. And they're going to be moving, um, you know, chronologically, which is kind of speculation, but okay. it's pretty much confirmed. Um, but you just get all that for free. That's you awesome. don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and the biggest complaint about Battlefield 1 is uh, so Eric and I really like Domination. We talked about we can only play the base game maps in Domination because nobody else is playing the other DLC maps Man, because nobody yeah. owns them. Oh, okay. That's awful. So, yeah, they they break up the player base every time they release an expansion. They do. And it's horrible. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. And they have fixed it. That's and awesome. I, this was my biggest absolutely biggest complaint about battlefield yeah. was breaking up the player base so they say it's free but how are andy how are they going to pay for this stuff man Ugh, stupid microtransactions <laughs> but you know what dude if you give me all that stuff for free i might look i may buy a little beret or something for my soldier all right sass him up a little bit <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fabulous andy <laughs> face really tattoo, dude, and some gold teeth get a little emote maybe he'll do like the uh i don't know like the thriller dance or something (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be great Uh, yeah all right so yeah they're gonna have cosmetic sales some microtransaction that's how they're gonna support their game so you know people were worried that they're gonna make their characters look like completely out of place but they've they've got a plan to make it all fit i think it's good i don't know man i yeah it's like you said at the beginning. I know that there's been some sort of discussion surrounding this game, but it's a game for crying out loud. You know, like, yeah. look, if I'm getting a history lesson from a video game, then this world is beyond repair. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Games are not for education. Uh, YouTube right. is for education and Google <laughs> it's and exactly people on Reddit. <laughs> That's where you get your yes. facts from. It's, it's not video action. games. Factually correct. Yes. Well, actually, when when Dice revealed Battlefield Five, they said this is our version mm-hmm. of World War Two. There you go. Yeah. They didn't say this is World War Two. Right. So. Right. Which, by the way, also another little plug for Flaves. They have a little like uh, history lesson segment in there. I really enjoy that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. That and those are real people, not. Uh, <laughs> made up characters <laughs> yeah no uh and what you're referring to is women actually did some stuff in world war ii nice there nice. you go so, yeah. yes yeah I, I enjoy that but yeah dude it, you know and uh i guess we had we have some information but this is all direct purchase stuff right no random loot boxes correct no loot boxes no but loot boxes. that's awesome yeah dude let's now, as long as they're reasonably priced Please don't charge me $20 for a skin. <laughs> uh, well, actually, if you if you buy the deluxe version of Battlefield, which I think is 80 bucks US, mm. uh, if I remember correctly, uh, you get 20 cosmetic items a week. For how long? There's no end time what? that they have placed on that. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my gosh. 
I'm going to go play so. dress up with my soldier. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Battlefield 5 comes out October 19th, 2018. So that is, that's around the corner, guys. Flav, thanks so much, man. You really put the information together, man. For sure. It's not true. Uh, for everybody out there, Manny had all this stuff in his notes to begin with. It was very- <laughs> he did his homework. Look. He put it in the script, and before we rip press record, he sat us down, and he's like, listen, you two. <laughs> Don't you mess this up for you me. Stick to the script, you hear me? He rules with an oh, iron man. fist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thanks. Thanks, Flav. That was awesome. Yeah, Flav, no, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah. It was wonderful thanks to have, uh, have your take on all this stuff, brother. Give us some insight. It was good being here, guys. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, we... We have received a speak pipe. What? I'm super excited about this. Yes. If you ever want to reach out to us with your voice, you can go to speakpipe.com slash gaming adventure club. And I am going to play this one right now. Hello, fellow gamers. I'm Pope Benedict, and I'm speaking to you from down the pipe. Today, I want to tell you about a fairly new game called Conan Exiles. First off, it's a building and survival game. Picture an R-rated Minecraft with less cubes and more boobs. Let me stress that again, this is not a kid's game. Actually, it's closer to Ark Survival, the dinosaur survival game. Except Conan is not as demanding and not as player abusive. You don't have to get up at 4 in the morning to feed your pets. You don't usually get killed 15 seconds into your first game. Conan Exiles is a great game if you like to get creative, build huge fortresses with your friends, and explore a massive world fighting bosses and mini-bosses. However, it is a new game. It's a little buggy from time to time, but there's rumors that they're getting ready to drop a patch that's going to have 500 bug fixes, um, so I can't wait for that. If you're on the fence, check out gameplay on YouTube. You'll get a feel for the world with desert ruins, dark swamps, snow-capped mountains, a volcano... It's a beautiful world populated by NPC humans. You can capture them, force them to do your bidding. All in all, Conan Exiles feels like a solid game that you and your friends could sink hundreds of hours into in PvP, PvE, or single player even. So that about wraps it up for Conan. Thank you so much for having me on, Manny, Andy, and the whole gang over there at the Gaming Adventure Club. I'm Pope Benedict from Down the Pipe. Down the Pipe. Awesome. I Dude, like that was it. great. Thank you, Pope. Yeah. Conan exiled, man. Hey, listen. More boobs. <laughs> Always A+. Plus. Always A+. Plus. Thanks for sending that in. I really appreciate it. Awesome. We want to take this time to say a big, fat thank you to our Patreon supporters. You guys, uh, you guys are carrying the weight here, and I really appreciate it. Great job. Thank you so much for helping us out financially. And if you think this show is worth at least a dollar a month, then head over to patreon.com slash gaming adventure club. So thank you so much for being a mm. part and for supporting us. I appreciate it. Hooray. So, hey guys, that's a show. We did it. We did. Yay. Yay. Nobody screwed up. <laughs> Flav, tell us if somebody wants to get a hold of you or want to hear, wants to hear your new show. How do they do that? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, for the podcast, you can search Sufficiently Afflicted. We're basically everywhere. Uh, if you want to get a uh, hold of me specifically, uh, I am at Flavorous, and the L is a one because somebody took it. <laughs> but uh, you can get me on Twitter that way, or 
I'm uh, on Discord at the Gaming Adventure Club. There you go. I bet the guy who stole Ori's uh, Twitter has yours hostage as well. He's collecting them all. Yep. He is. Son of a uh, gun. That son, son of a of bee. A bee. <laughs> Getting explicit, Andy. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, Just so Andy, how How can somebody find you, man? Uh, you know, I am on uh, Twitter, AndyMan228 and Gaming Adventure Club Discord uh, or Xbox Live, TX Space Andyman. And I am AKA Manny G on Twitter, on Xbox. If you want to get a hold of the show, send us any feedback, any information, want to reach out to us or have a game recommendation, anything at all, you can go to gamingadventureclub.com. And that is where you'll find all of our links. You can send us an email from there, a speak pipe from there, find our Twitter link. And most importantly, you can find our Discord link, gamingadventureclub.com slash Discord. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Have an adventurous week. And take care of each other. Give Flav his name back. <laughs> <laughs>